Guys. That's us. Have either of you painted any of your nails before? Yes. No, actually. I, mean, I haven't done it to myself. Is that Does that mean it doesn't count? No. Okay. Um, I've had my nails I mean, painted. yes, it does. It still counts. Okay, what, cool. what nails did you paint, Terrence? My fingernails, though. Because I don't like people looking at my toes. They mm. do this weird uh, shape that kind of looks like a signal bar for a cell phone. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, and I got made fun of a lot. What? Aww. People in front of your feet? How and by they? people, I mean my twin brother. And it's kind oh. of his job. So He's not people. He's your twin brother. I have terrible feet. But somebody, a friend of mine, painted my toenails at a gender inclusive girls night in this past weekend and it was and continues to be one of the best experiences of my life i'm still super jealous did they lick them no what the fuck oh oh what about melted cheese was there i guess i don't know how to do a girls night but listen here's the best (laughs) part i keep i'm at work and i keep like remembering that my toenails are pretty and it makes me smile so i would highly recommend (laughs) Are you wearing open-toed shoes? No, I'm not. It's no. my secret. It's it's incredible. Ray, you got to paint your nails. Okay. Or, or have Do them it. painted. Actually have them painted. It's 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 amazing. I I I have no hang-ups. It just never comes up ever. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Overwitch. It is a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch and then talk about some other video game. I'm your best friend, Joe Langwise. I'm Terrence Johnson. I'm your third best friend, Ray Geroso. And to start off, we'll talk about the big new changes in Overwatch. Um, I mean, I think I speak for all of us when I say the most obvious change, of course is that the shields look nice now. They look really cool and sleek. Yeah, um, you know, yeah that is the most noticeable thing. Yeah, really... What? <laughs> I need to know what's going on with the shields, because I have no idea what's They're going on with the shields. They're nicer now. They just look cooler a little bit. I, I noticed it, and I was like, what's wrong with the shields? And then somebody said they look better now. And I was like, oh, I yeah. Have... Are you sure it's not just you switching up your colorblind options so they're more noticeable? I'm absolutely sure it's not that because I haven't touched the colorblind options. Are you sure it's not just any of the other changes? <laughs> I'm sure it's not that either. They just okay. look better now. All of the barriers, Orisa's, Reinhardt's, Winston's, Brigitte's, and that's all of them, I think. Um, well, I think we should commit an entire episode to the yeah, show. Yeah, let's just keep talking about Symmetra. that. Symmetra, Symmetra still has a barrier. Don't forget about her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think hers still looks the same, but whatever. Um, the colorblind oh, nice. options, there are new colorblind options available as well, which is great because it's another step toward accessibility. Plus, it's kind of fun to mess around with the different colors and see, like, purple health bars on the enemies and stuff like that or whatever floats your boat. I think I have to change it. Yeah. I think the orange is so weird orange like red i mean it's like it's it's very like light red barrier so it kind of just looks orange most of the time but 
Like when they shoot, like some, I'm imagining Symmetra shooting her little bubbles, and they look orange. They don't oh, look orange. they yeah. do, they do. Yeah. You're right. I don't know if those will change. Man, now I want to mess with it and find out. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm that's what I'm excited <laughs> about. I want to see it. I need to know. But of course, the actual big, big change that came out this week was new Torbjorn has been completely reworked, much like Symmetra and uh, Mercy was last year. Um, he's and we a, and I did misspeak last uh, episode. It's been confirmed he's not Borbjorn. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, Borbjorn lives on in our hearts. Uh, yeah. Um, on the hero select screen, he is called New Torbjorn, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Yes, it's called New confirmed. Torbjorn! Exclamation point. <laughs> That's not good. true. Don't don't trust me. It ever. It's true, Ray. Why are you lying to the fans? I, I, I like to mess with their feelings. Mm-hmm. Um. So, New Torbjorn, what's up? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know anything about him. I'm a fucking numbskull. I don't know anything. <laughs> well, first uh, off, I want I want to admit that this new Torbjorn is amazing. I think I will start using him and incorporate him into my main pool. Whatever makes me sound cool. Does that make me sound cool? No. no? Okay. But, um, his gun, <laughs> his gun is slightly better. It it shoots at a at the arc that it shoots at seems to be longer, so it doesn't just drop off immediately. So that's kind of cool. It makes you feel better about. Its aim makes it makes you feel a little less like you're shooting junk rat bombs everywhere, and um, <laughs> it it just feels more effective. It feels definitely more like a DPS weapon. Yeah. It's so that's kind of cool. It's it yeah. shoots faster and it reloads faster, and those are the big mm. biggest changes with it. The only the only like drawback to uh, his new gun is that the right click does a little bit less damage, but honestly, mm-hmm. that's like a a balance change, and I I think it's a good one. Yeah, and if you're that close to somebody, you're probably gonna die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I I've seen a trend with a lot of the big hero changes, with turrets in particular. They lowered Symmetra's turret count from six to three. They lowered Mercy's res turret from one to zero, and now Torbjorn's turret is just one level two turret instead of having to to hammer it away constantly. Mercy's res. Wait, do you want to take another pass at that? I don't. Okay. What is <laughs> Mercy's? Mercy's. Res yeah, turret. yeah. You remember Mercy's resurrection turret? It was just a little <laughs> halo. Just like she threw it out and and she res five people at once with her turret. Yeah. So it was a uh, one. Wow, that, wow. My my pass is just yeah. boggled. <laughs> my memory is boggled. Um, but Torbjorn's yeah, Torbjorn's... turret is much simpler now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to build it. You can toss it a little bit also. Um, it's at a level two constant now. You, it doesn't start at one and goes to two and then three when you ult. Because his ult is also different. Yes, um, Yeah. So his ult is now kind of weakened a little bit, changed a little bit. And it's put onto hit one of his skill buttons, which is like... So that's what they did with Mercy. They just made her ult less powerful and made it a skill. And then, then they did the same thing with Symmetra. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. It, it, it is. It's a good idea for making the character feel the same mm-hmm. and also feel completely new. Yes, absolutely. So his old ultimate, Molten Core, is now called Overload, basically. It's on a 12-second cooldown on your E, and you basically just get a little bit of armor and you turn into this little fireball, you move faster, you shoot faster, you reload faster. You're just kind of like 
way more scary for a little bit and Mm -hmm. like playing with it and against it honestly it's weird it feels like it has just the right impact already yeah like it's not too strong it doesn't feel overpowered but it doesn't feel like useless either he also gets a little bit of armor, does he not? Yeah, no, he does. He does get a... Yeah, a, But yeah, he doesn't yeah. get, like, it 500 is, armor or whatever the yeah, hell he got with uh-huh. an old alt. He definitely... see. It, it definitely feels like... Like, like uh, all the DPS have gotten either a mobility skill. I feel like that's definitely their attempt at giving Torbin a mobility skill. Yeah. Which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, he goes faster, too. He does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh. And then his his actual alt is, is called Molten Corsil. <laughs> but... It, it's much more, I don't know, I think it's much more, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Like, it fits his character a lot more. It's so cool. So he shoots puddles of lava out of his little his uh, his little lava hand. What is it, a claw? Mm-hmm. That he touches lava with? I don't the understand the heat tolerance. Yeah, the of crane game. Claw. But, um, yeah, he spits, um, like, little pools of lava that not only eat your flesh... But if you're wearing armor, it eats the armor fairly quickly. So it has, like, a boosted damage towards armor. And I'm really liking how DPS are more geared towards specifics. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's really scary. So, yeah. What's interesting is that, I mean, I guess May already had a space denial ult. But outside of her, there really weren't a lot of, of like, pure zone control ults. Yep, yep, yep. And mm-hmm. outside of the tank class. And and Torbjorn is also like completely even more than than Minefield or or I don't know, like D bomb or something like that. It's like this it, this is spot that you can't stand on right now. There's lava here, you can't be on it right now. Sorry, go away. And like that's it. <laughs> and it's really it's really interesting. Um I haven't like played in quick play too much with it or against it yet so like i haven't like seen exactly how it fits in yet it feels like it would be overpowered but it doesn't i haven't noticed that, it doesn't you know? if you it they've been doing a really good job with making sure that when they revamp a character that their alt doesn't seem overpowered yeah. that's making me really happy mm-hmm. absolutely all right so that's that's new torbjorn that's borbjorn and he is here to stay in all of our hearts and 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 get some kills without having to rely on his turret it's so yeah. beautiful now. Mm-hmm. It's, it, he's he's now a character in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's his, great. It's his not turret just turret. Can be used strategically to set up flanks rather than like I set up a turret and I'm gonna just keep it alive forever. And that's my that's my whole game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and also it's Halloween now. It's the spook times um, again. It's the spook times again already. <laughs> So, Junkenstein's Revenge is back around, and it is just as fun as it has always been. Um, I have been having a lot of fun noticing how much easier it is because of how much I've improved as a player. These these oh, annual yeah. events are, I'm like, a really too. fun litmus test, or, like, like uh, just, like, a really fun, like, uh, point of comparison to have. And, like, I, I remember last year we were never able to beat it on Expert, and this year we beat it on Expert without, like, realizing that we were playing it on Expert. It was, it just kind of <laughs> yeah, blew right It was right wild. Back. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Tracer and Brigida have been added to Junkenstein's Revenge this year, so we have an even bigger expanded cast now. I was kind of hoping that they would do an all-heroes thing like they did for Uprising, but no such luck. 
which is probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to have a bunch of heroes just to realize Doomfist is still useless in another game. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm totally fine <laughs> with just sitting that out. <laughs> but, I mean, the, I mean, with that, with that being said... Uh, those new characters, all that really means for people who are like really hype about Junkenstein's Revenge is that they have a crap ton of new voice lines. Please just go into yeah. a game and just listen to how the characters interact with each other. They put a lot of work into it, and it's totally worth listening to. It's so good, so good. Yeah, it's also fun hearing Reinhardt describe all the characters with their like new titles. Yeah, really yeah. Fun. Yeah, no, that they they just never stop doing work. Thank you, Overwatch, for continually to make the game better. So, so incredible. <laughs> what I feel like we did something else this week that was really important, and I'm pretty sure it had something to do with our podcast. Uh, what do we call them? Balances, calluses, mm. calluses, calluses. This week's callus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little rough around the edge woof 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 woof, woof. Mm. bad this is well, not funny we, this is, this is yeah. poison <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about this week's challenge guys oh let's um what was the challenge <laughs> okay I think that you had called it uncomfortable times because uh, uh, we were assigned to play with heroes that we were uncomfortable with. I was assigned Zarya. You, Ray, were assigned Anna. And Terrence was to play McCree. And we had to play those characters a lot in quick play. Um, and our challenge was to get three unique post-game cards. I don't know. How did that go for, for you, Terrence? For me, I used... Uh... The person I dressed. Actually, I just want you guys to know. In hindsight, we probably should have used the characters that is in our artwork. Wouldn't that have made the most sense? Well, maybe we'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it afterwards, and it was like a week into it. And I'm like, oh, that would have been perfect. But I used the character that's in the artwork, McCree, <laughs> mm-hmm. and. I I want to uh, originally start out by saying I definitely got the typical DPS cards. I got kill participation and kill streak, and I was really happy to get those. But it just so happens that when I got the one where I wasn't with Ray, it was because my team was really crappy. It was the kill streak one, and I think my kill streak was like seven, and like my kills were thirteen. It was it was just a, it was super bad. It was such a bad game. <laughs> we were defending. Um, ho- no, it wasn't Hollywood. It was uh, no, that was Hollywood. We're at- yeah, yeah. It was Hollywood, and it it was just bad. Like my team just kept dying, and I kept dying after killing two people because I'm like the only one alive, and it was just it was ugly. Yeah. But um, I also got the objective time one, which is my signature card. Because <laughs> let me tell you. Lucio objective time is all I aim for. Yeah, you never see that. <laughs> Which is not good. Never ever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a, it was a lot of fun. And right at the beginning, let me tell you, I was crap. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hit a single person. I couldn't hit. I couldn't hit a wrecking ball who was shooting at me at point blank range. Oh like it God. was that bad. <laughs> but um, I but I want to say after like the fourth day, mm-hmm. uh. It started to become second nature 
to feel how his gun works out. And it really comes to show me that, like, these awkward characters really aren't... It's not because, like, I can't do it. It's just they're not comfortable. And I feel like that's huge, just to come to that realization once again after uh, almost two years of playing Overwatch. So, yeah. Yeah, I had a very similar realization because I like every tank. I play tank all the time pretty much and uh i like all of them even when hammond came out like he took a little getting used to but i feel like i'm pretty good at him too he made sense to me zarya is somebody that i've always like liked on paper and thought was really cool but i just could never get used to the fact that she had only 400 for her health pool and like for Mm. whatever reason i couldn't get past that and i couldn't i couldn't be good with her i felt like i I felt like i couldn't tank with her i couldn't Mm. create space Mm -hmm. effectively and very quickly after like getting into the mindset that I'm playing Zarya and I'm not switching and like this is who I'm playing this game like after like realizing this is what I have to do and I'm committed to it very quickly I started to improve so much and I had so much fun playing Zarya like holy hell (laughs) I can't believe I haven't given her more time before now because she is so much fun and when you get high energy you can just melt people like everyone everyone yeah, there were there were many times like throughout this that like i got people in the chat said like wow way to go zarya and stuff like like and just more than usual and i was excited every time i got a chance to play zarya i was like oh man this is this is fun as hell so i did get all three cards i got objective time on rialto attack so i was just stuck to the payload the whole time i knew i was going to get that one it was a very fast game um we just rolled through them um and and i got the average energy 41 percent. so across the game uh, my average bubble energy was 41 percent, and i had 12 high energy kills Whatever the hell that means. I think it's like above fifty percent or something like that. It, it I, hey, that those are the average energy one is actually pretty freaking like difficult. Like you, yeah. you mm-hmm. I, I did. I feel like you don't get a card like that unless you're actually doing work. With yeah, mm-hmm. and I was. I was kicking ass that game. We ended up losing. It was defense on Volskaya. We mm. lost in overtime, but like, you know, we fought hard. I fought hard at least. I, I honestly can't remember the game, but it was it was a fun game. I do know that much. And then my last card was... <laughs> this one's silly. So it was a defense game on King's Row. And it was just a silly game that, like, everyone seemed checked out of. I literally had to get up in the middle of the <laughs> game because somebody rang the doorbell. But the card that I got was 17 projected barriers with wow. 762 damage blocked. Now, <laughs> those bubbles have 200 health each. So if I oh had blocked all of that damage, it would have been what, like over three thousand or something like that. <laughs> so I barely got anything. I don't know why it gave me a card, but I took it. That's a lot of barriers thrown, though. I You're guess. Just, yeah, always on cooldown. Yeah, just the whole time. <laughs> How'd it go for you, Ray? Hi guys, it's me. It's Ray. I played Anna. I got. A lot of insight into Anna. Anna is one of like one of my favorite characters, like in theory, and I just never felt like I was up to snuff using her. And that changed during this. I think we're all in agreement that we all got fairly better and used to using these characters during this challenge. And like I feel safe enough to use Anna on most maps 
with with my team now. It's I I always like got scared to to use her because I was like, oh, I'm never I'm not good enough yet. And then we just had to do it, and it's fun and it's great. And her just she just feels good. Um, the cards that I got were. 14 goal defensive assists at 31% kill participation on Busan. And my other one, because I didn't get a third, because I didn't even get objective time, (laughs) uh, was gold healing. Now, this is the fun part. Uh, I I started with gold healing at 3,000. And then I went up to 6,000. And then I ended up with gold healing at over 10k on defense on Blizzard World, nice. which uh, I think is a pretty cool thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You. Uh, I remember you not being very strong on Ana, and you being like not wanting to play her, like not being comfortable with her. And then like throughout this, cha- I played with you a lot for this challenge, and mm-hmm. I remember like I just having a lot of fun with you on Ana, and you were getting better too. And there was a moment. Um, earlier this week that we were playing and there have been a lot of times in quick play or something where like there's a really good Ana on our team and I'm like oh man this Ana is carrying us I'm so glad we have this good Ana on our team and earlier this week we were playing and I had that feeling and then I looked at the name of it and it was you and I was like oh hey Ray's being the really good Ana this is awesome (laughs) so it's that's touching i'm really glad like i feel like all of us just with two weeks of practice have all added a new hero to our repertoire i don't know i I don't want to speak for both of you but i feel like very much more comfortable on zarya now i can use ana now i want to i I have the confidence to use mccree and i don't know i feel like there's a solid place and a time where he is just Mm -hmm. super necessary Mm -hmm. i feel like he can be a he can be a, a a presence of change mm-hmm. in a in a in a stalemate, you know. Yes. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like having just because there's so many DPS, and I and I find this problem too because when you uh when Ray was talking, no, when you were talking about using uh or Joe about using every tank, and I know Ray uses every healer. I can't possibly use every. <laughs> there's so like, many. <laughs> no. But having six. Like at least six DPS mm-hmm. that I can switch out with comfortably that each cover different aspects mm-hmm. of the game, I can be just as effective. Yes. So yeah. I think this is really important, a really important step in the right direction when it comes to my DPS use. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I always wanted you to be good with McCree because I I knew it was there, that potential was there, and I'm so glad mm-hmm. that we did this challenge. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, for those who uh, and for those who want to use McCree. Uh, you can take the time to just sit there and practice shooting down Faras. It's a lot of fun, and once you get good at them, you can pretty much hit a lot of different enemies. <laughs> like, the other ones become, oh, they can't even move, and then you just shoot them in the eyes, and bye. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I I still lost this challenge. So. Okay, so yeah, I wanted to talk about that. You've been beating yourself up about this, and I think that's not fair because you put in just as much work as I did, and you... Oh. Uh, if not more, and you, you, it's just that like Ana didn't have as many opportunities for for cards. Like one of my cards was average ener- energy, and one of my cards was projected barriers. And maybe there's a card for sleep darts or something like that, but I, they must be really difficult to get because I don't know that I've ever uh-huh. seen one. So in kill participation and and kill streak, literally any other character can get. <laughs> like there are no there are no barriers. And you gotta kill participation. Those, like... 
card. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I did. That's yeah. true. So like, but it, I didn't even get an objective time mm-hmm. card, which, to be fair, didn't feel right with Anna anyway. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing your job if you're if you're on <laughs> yeah if you're on point, then you're dead. So either you, I, someone's not doing their job on their team if you have. A... <laughs> so yeah, you didn't get all three cards, but we. I think the point of this challenge was for us to become more comfortable with characters that we didn't feel comfortable on and i think we all did that so well done ray thank you thank you i um i I just have a few more things to say about this okay say them i i don't oh okay (laughs) uh actually no here we go um give it to us i I didn't get the third objective or i didn't get the third card and i'm just beating myself up and i just feel really bad my, and I feel I feel my tummy hurts, and I'm not feeling so good, Mister Drill. What what should I do? Uh, ibuprofen. I guess what we should do is cut the last minute and a half of the podcast. What the fuck are you talking about, Ray? This is my really bad transition <laughs> okay. to Princess Remedy. All right, so we should go oh. to the... Oh, my God, it was a good transition, and <laughs> Joe, I fucked it up. you dropped the ball, Joe. I you dropped the also, ball. Also, it was my Infinity War reference. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have caught that wait, in 100 wait, years. Wait, how is that an Infinity War? I'm not you know feeling what? so see, good, Mr. Stark. You, you got one, and you begged for two, Ray. Come on. Okay. Well, do you want me to do Ray, it have again? You watch Infinity War. <laughs> no, then you don't get everywhere. to make Infinity War references. <laughs> no. So our game no this way week for the not... review oh, is. <laughs> oh. I haven't man. seen Black Panther, but I heard it's so. We're done with the first opening bit. <laughs> We're moving on to the game now. So, the game that we're reviewing for this episode is Princess Remedy in a World of Hurt, and it's available on Steam for free for you people who are tight on money, like me. Um, It came out in 2014, and it's a single-player game, and you're probably wondering what Princess Remedy in a World of Hurt, which is a really strange title, could be. You could be. If you didn't know you could be. that it is exactly what it sounds like. It is Princess Remedy in a world of hurt. So this video game was developed for a games jam. So it was made in like, what, like 24 hours or something like that. Um, it is a oh. short uh, retro style adventure game. And you progress through it by playing bullet hell minigames. And so basically the premise is that you control Princess Remedy who has just graduated from healing school and you are somewhere up in the heavens and then you're told, hey, everyone is hurt and it sucks down there. Go fix it all. And then you jump out of the sky and there's a really great cutscene. It's about two seconds long of you jumping out of the sky. And then you start healing people. And the way that you heal a person is by um, you talk to them and they're like, oh, I think I might be sick. And then... You heal them by playing the bullet hell mini game, and then you talk to them again, and they're like, "Ah, oh, I was I wasn't sick, I guess," and then they're healed, and that's like they they're all Wait, nonsensical like that. It's great. What's up? But I have a but. Didn't you leave because your friend went missing? Was it? Ah, uh, that was like, part of it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. The story's not like, incredibly important. Like, somebody's got a friend, and she hasn't yeah. been seen in a really long yeah. time. Yeah. They were like, we sent your friend to go solve this, but she disappeared. Mm-hmm. 
you are tasked with healing the land, basically. So, for those peasants out there, it's a first-person shooter where it stars Mercy without her healing staff, <laughs> and, and she and has then grenades. And evolve into Anna. <laughs> and she has grenades, and, <laughs> and it doesn't look the same as Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, what, what does this game Although look like, Although, I would literally kill, not actually, because that's ridiculous, but I would do some dark things for a Princess Remedy skin for Mercy. <laughs> oh my god. What what kind of dark ritual do I have to do for that? I don't know, right? That was why I just left it at some dark things. What the fuck, dude? Why you gotta put me on blast like do... this? <laughs> okay. So... He's the guy at the end of the Klondike uh, bar commercial. <laughs> that ass. <laughs> that asks you, what would you actually do for one? <laughs> Uh, Joe, what did you think about this this very short game? Me? I think this game's incredible. Yeah. I think this game is really, really fun. And, I mean, I realized after picking it that I like it for a lot of the same reasons that I like Stardew Valley. It's really positive. It's really progressive. It's really cute and fun and um, welcoming to new players and experienced gamers alike. I like this game also because it's very short and and it's a little snack, um, but like, it's it's just a lot of fun. The music in this game is incredible. The title track is a banger and a half, and it every time I like play this game again, I'm like, oh yeah, all right, I'm into it. I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, it's good shit. Maybe I'll throw that into the episode if I can figure out how. I'm glad you liked it, Joe. What do you think about the game, I, Terrence? on the other hand, um, initially, <laughs> I, I turn on this game, and I'm just like, what in the hecky malecky am I doing right now? And it just, it, it first off, it doesn't look like a video game. It looks like it one of those, um, <laughs> I mean, define Terrence, video did you ever Did you ever play games on an NES? I... Uh, through Animal Crossing. Okay, it's years oh. later. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're learning a lot of things right now. I'm just saying that I just I I began to question actually hitting play, <laughs> but um, I was like, you know, it's Overwitch, and I do love Overwitch, <laughs> and I want to know what what the next episode is about. You know, so I'm like, okay, I'll play this. You, I get thrown into this world. First off, a little background. I am. Weird when it comes to one-player video games, and I guess it explains why I don't really play them that much. But I immediately start on the hardest difficulty, mm -hmm. no matter what video game it is, because I need to know what's the worst they can do to me at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I learned today that it was a lot. And I started on Master Difficulty, because they have a Master Difficulty. And I get thrown into this game where they tell me... I, I talk to the first two people, and they're like, um, so if you hit the action button... You know, your menu screen comes up. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will tell me what the action button is. <laughs> and I go to the next person and they say, oh, if you hit the action button while you're walking, 
you run. And I'm like, still don't know what the action button is. And <laughs> turns out the third person probably was going to tell me what the action button was. But I decided to stop trusting them <laughs> and move ahead. <laughs> Luckily, the action button was the button I was using to communicate with people. So it's awesome. It, it works out perfectly fine. The, the master difficulty is super hectic, super cray-cray. But my friend Andrea... She was uh, talking to me while I was playing this game and just listening to my constant frustration with the first battle. But after I beat the first battle, the other one started being easier. It's super hectic, super bullet-y, and just all up in my face with the great music that reminds me of playing, like... You remember uh, the original Pokemon games when you would go to the uh, the town with the graveyard? And it was just like... Yeah this piercing sound that's like it wasn't bad it was good music mm-hmm. but it was just loud and it didn't sound like it was edited at all yeah. this is i'm not saying that this is like that but it was nostalgic of yes. that you know like it reminded me of just like loud like catchy beat mm-hmm. that's just like getting me in the mood of the vibe of the place and i found out that you go to this world where everybody's hurt which apparently a lot of people have different definitions of hurt <laughs> but after bringing someone back to life i understood that i was in fact mercy and <laughs> yeah that I, I and it's it was it, i started to enjoy it when i realized who i was yep yeah i i did enjoy bringing the duck back too mm-hmm. this game i don't think words can quite describe to you guys exactly how this because <laughs> words certainly didn't help me but um yeah i mean check it out it, <laughs> just check it out just check it out <laughs> terence is right like I don't think we're doing it justice by just talking <laughs> about it. It really is like, it's short, but it's such a good it's experience. The lowest it's an experience you could possibly be asked yeah, for for a video is. game. Yeah, <laughs> like, outside of like flash uh, games. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. It's so cute and adorable and so positive. And like, <laughs> I remember going to the first town. And I'm like, okay, so I get it. I have to go heal the people. And then I see a flower. And I'm like, huh, what's this flower? And this flower's like, I'm sad. And I'm like, oh? <laughs> and then I heal the flowers. Like, I'm not sad anymore. I'm like, great. Now I have to click on everything that I think might be viable to, <laughs> to heal, heal oh, yeah. from their hurt. And then you're fighting hepatitis. You are fighting uh, freaking Sadness? gingivitis. You are, you are fighting just every illness you can yeah. imagine Depression. in the form of little fire balls and death and bats. I think uh, they were bats and they exploded. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But, like it's a fever dream. Mm-hmm. This game, when you're in the bullet hell games, it's literally a fever dream of like, I was trying to figure out if there were any connections between people's type of hurt and the enemies I was fighting, and I couldn't figure it out. Nope. I didn't try really hard. <laughs> nope. And, like, it. <laughs> I got to the final boss, which is, by the way, a very good reference to classic JRPGs. Super great. And I got there, and I'm like, I, I, like, this has been building up to this, I guess? Like, in the one hour I've been playing this, this is it? I'm I'm gonna do the the big heal, and and save the the world of hurt, and then I did it. And then there was a post game thing, and I don't know. Well, not really a post game, but like, the ending is you get to marry, somebody, <laughs> I guess. And are we like, spoiling? Just, 
I don't, I, I want to talk about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> and just v- very briefly, it says, oh, just talk to somebody and then you can marry them. And you can marry literally anybody or anything you've talked, you, you can talk yeah. to. Yeah. And so. <laughs> y- so marry the wanna, duck. The you want to go marry the duck? Go marry the duck. <laughs> yeah. You want to marry that mummy king? Yeah. All right. Go. It's, what it's about the wild. mummy queen, though? Also, yeah, go also for it. She's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is my thing. This is my favorite thing. You said a lot of things that like absolutely line up with how I think about this game. It's this game is fucking nonsense. It is crazy, it is. <laughs> crazy balls off the walls bullshit. But it fits a framework that, like, after doing it a couple times, just makes sense. And I think my favorite part about it is that. You just, as Princess Remedy, you just take people at phase value constantly. They're like, I have a problem. Yeah. And then you heal them and they're like, oh, my problem's fixed. Thank you so much. And they're very appreciative. Even if, like, one of my favorite guys is like, his name is Stinky. And he says, I smell a little. <laughs> and then you heal him. Oh, yeah. Says, I remember oh. that guy. <laughs> and you heal him and then he says, Great, now I stink more than ever. And you're like, you're welcome, Stinky. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the guy where he's like, uh, uh, we got shipwrecked uh, and my raft is broken and uh, and, I'm, and my illness is no raft. <laughs> like, okay. You heal them and they're like, cool, you, you have raft? I'm just thinking in my head, I am not, I know I'm certified for a lot of things, but this doesn't sound like my job. <laughs> I don't think I can heal no raft, but you do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's it's a riot and like, if you feel like we've already given away all the best bits, we haven't because there's a ton. There are, I think, oh, 64 yeah, characters in the game to heal or something like that. It's, it, it, like, there's a lot to it for what it is. And it's nice and small enough that you can easily beat it in an afternoon or whatever. And there's a little bit of replayability to it, too. And, like, you know, especially if you don't start on the master difficulty and you want to go back <laughs> through the game and, and, you know, progress and play it a couple times. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a lot of fun. There is also a sequel called Princess Remedy in a Heap of Trouble, which is also a lot of fun. It's a little bit different, um, in a few different ways and and it costs a couple bucks, I think. But if you play the first one, five bucks, five bucks, if you play the first one and you Mm -hmm. like it, I'd recommend picking that up too. If, if for nothing else, just to show some support to the creators, because it's really great for what it is. It's really, it's really great. It's not really great for what it is. It's really great. It's a good thing, and I'm glad it's in this world. And I want everyone to know about it because it's a cool experience. I also feel like if you just want to laugh with your friends yes. about something, it's a like good game to play gosh, with your buds. Need something new? Just play that. Play it's that. a good game to play. I with, wish like, I played this with yeah, you. Yeah, it's guys. it's a good game to play. Like, play in a living room or something, and maybe someone gets up to like cook some pancakes or somebody, and you're, you're like taking turns or whatever. So you don't have to stick around and watch it, but like you can come back in at any time and enjoy what's going on. And actually, it'll be released for the Switch. Oh, no, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I got yeah. really excited <laughs> for a second. <laughs> My heart was a flutter. I was like, oh, I can play this on the go now. It's released on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, they can't make money, so, money off of that. <laughs> I have a final question for you good kids. Mm-hmm. What's the it question? Is... Is Princess Remedy in a world of hurt worth your Overwatch time? 
Hmm. No. I'll answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> My answer is no, it's not. Um, while it is fantastic for all the reasons that we've laid out, it's not any... It doesn't really have a whole lot of substance. Um, and, yeah, it's not substantial. That, to me, doesn't put it in the same slot as Overwatch on any metric. And it is it is your Saturday <laughs> after... It is the game that you play when you're hanging out with some buddies, um, and you can't play Overwatch because you're hanging out with some buddies. <laughs> Which is a good reason, because you can't split-screen Overwatch, so mm-hmm. make some time for your friends, peeps. And with that being said... I do not think that is worth your Overwatch time. It's just what Mercy does on her off days. That's all. <laughs> and you can ask her if you want, but that's all. And that's how I feel about it. What about you, Ray Bay? That's spelled B A E. Absolutely B-A-E. not. I don't think like it's it's a fun experience, but there I can't compare it in any significant way to Overwatch, yeah. aside from. Mercy. You can you can <laughs> you can you can play it. You can play it. <laughs> I'm, it is in the like, same class. I don't think any of us like have any ill will no. towards this game. It's just not no, in the not same ring that. at all. I'm really glad that I played it again. It's been a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you heard it here first, you guys. Go play Mercy's off time. Island of Hurt. Princess or... Remedy in a world of hurt. And then Princess Peach and then cosplay the Princess Remedy or anybody else from this game. Oh my God! But Which would be difficult because somebody... they're sprites, but do it anyway. I really want to see somebody do a Mercy skin, but in the form of Princess Remedy. Again, the dark things I would do are innumerable uh, as they are in spe- unspecific, non-specific. Would you Would you cast an orb of discord on me, Joe? Um, oh, fuck. Hmm. Trick question. I'm immune to Orb oh, of Discord. Good, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. Hmm. Next episode. Yes. We're gonna play Red Dead Redemption we Two. Are. We we're are gonna, gonna ride a horse and shoot a gun. And then we're gonna ride horses and shoot guns with our friends. Yes. I'm gonna eat. And then hay. we're gonna ride guns and shoot. Ho- <laughs> well, nah, we're not gonna shoot horses. Wait, no. Please don't shoot the horses. No. They don't deserve uh, it. It. It's this game comes out. Uh, October 26, 2018, so uh, uh, next week, if you listen to this episode when it mm-hmm. comes out, and we're all super excited. Yeah, we are. We are going to pick it up the day that it comes out and play it over the weekend while we're not getting drunk for Halloween, and then hopefully have enough to go off of before we record on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, our next episode's challenge as they say in France, um, is going to be related to our spooktacular uh, situation. Junk and Size Revenge released two new characters for this year's event. It was Tracer and Brigitte. Brigitte. You got it. Brig. Um, (laughs) And we thought it would be really interesting to possibly use those characters because at face value, they don't seem really that usable in this type of game mode brigida and with her just healing her aoe healing that's around her and tracer with the fact that she just you know there's just easier people to kill zomnix yeah. with so 
Oh, and with that being said, it is called Girls' Night Out. <laughs> so we will be using one of those two characters amongst us three and talk to you about our experience with that. What do you guys think? I'm, I'm more excited to talk about Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh, yeah, easily. Absolutely. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say 100%. it now. 100%. I'm not at all looking forward to playing Tracer. I think I don't know why they put her in there, so I'm, I'm curious yeah. to see. She's got to be fun or something, so we'll find out. She's, She's got to say a, a voice line. Just one good voice line. So, y'all, next episode is going to come out on um, November 2nd of 2018. It's going to be our Halloween Spooktacular two days late. So keep that spooky energy rolling, and uh, we will catch it then. Let us know about a game that you want us to play or an Overwatch challenge that you want us to do and you want to hear about. You can reach us on Twitter at OverwitchCast, or you can send an email to OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Overwitch. Booty and Chicken Edition. And and remember, you're you're better than us. I forgot my line.